Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it is a Friday, a glorious Friday live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening or watching, we're on iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1, my final regular season Blazing 5. I'm 54.5% this year. I want to get to 55. It is a tough week. I love my picks. Dogs are barking. J-Mac joins. That's one hour from now. J-Mac is joining me today. I've got a couple of theories I'm going to throw out there. You and I both love kind of the theory balloon. We float an idea. Uh, you were all over the Notre Dame, just got a star quarterback Indeed. in the transfer portal. You Thank floated you. that two, three weeks ago. You yeah. were right on the money. You do a good job on that stuff. You know, I injured myself yesterday patting myself on the sh- on the back <laughs> for hitting that. Uh, Tom Brady in Vegas seems like a lock You're- at this point. You know, listen, if you hit Aaron Rodgers and the Tennessee Titans, just give me the Powerball numbers, okay, later this spring. So I want to start with this. Um, So Aaron Rodgers talked retirement again yesterday. He said, I don't know if I'm going to play. My future's uncertain. So he told the Wisconsin State Journal that. Aaron Rodgers says, my future's uncertain. So Aaron's always been one of the – Headier quarterbacks. He's playing chess, not checkers here, right? He's a pretty smart guy. You don't have to agree with his vaccine stance or what he says to, you know, Joe Rogan or whatever, but he's a a thinking man, okay? So I just want you to think about that as I I go into this. So Favre and Aaron Rodgers are not the same person, uh, but they're becoming the same Green Bay quarterback. You've seen those commercials, those progressive insurance commercials where – you know, you start becoming your parents. They're actually very, very funny. Aaron's becoming far whether he wants to be it or not. He's getting kind of rigid. He doesn't want to change certain things. Favre got very rigid. I don't want to learn a new offense. Aaron's like, I want Randall Cobb and my 70-year-old quarterback coach. They're becoming the same guy. And I've always called this the Green Bay Packer quarterback syndrome. 
It's the only franchise with no owner, so there's nobody to rein you in. You are the most powerful person in the organization. No, no matter how big Troy Aikman was, Jerry Jones was bigger. No matter how big Jimmy Johnson was, Jerry Jones was bigger. No matter how big Belichick or Brady are, Rob, Robert Kraft's bigger. In Green Bay, the quarterback runs the franchise. The second thing is, it's the smallest city in the country with a pro sports franchise. So you get kind of a fawning media. They're not going to ridicule you much. Everybody sees everybody at the grocery store. You could bump into Aaron. So you're not going to get that. It's a very unique. And, and the difference is Favre at least had Aaron Rodgers behind him pushing him. Aaron's got Jordan Love, and we don't know if Jordan Love can play. My guess is today he can play. He can start. But nobody really knows. So it gives Aaron even more power. So I do believe this weekend that if Aaron and the Packers lost and don't make the playoffs or they get in and then get eliminated quickly, I do believe they will strongly consider getting a first-round pick or two for Aaron Rodgers and rolling the dice with Jordan Love. They moved up to get him. It looks like a total blown pick if you don't play him. And GMs like to play their picks, especially the first-round picks they moved up. And it does look like Jordan Love has gotten significantly better in the last year. That's what people say. That's what the film says. That's what we saw. So Aaron gets beat this weekend. You sit there and think, <laughs> what's the point? We can do that with Jordan Love. We're still the best-run organization in this division. Well, what's the point? Now, some of you say, oh, dead cap hit. It doesn't matter for a couple years. You would have a big dead cat pit, but you're not paying Jordan Love anything, and this is a very complete roster. They could probably use an edge rusher, one more receiver. Uh, they went heavy into the O-line last year. This, this roster doesn't have a lot of needs. It really doesn't. Maybe another edge rusher, maybe another receiver. That's about it. It's a good roster. It's playing very well right now. I'll throw this at you. Aaron's smart. Aaron's calculated. His whole vaccine thing, he's calculated. And ask yourself this. He's going to be 39 years old, and he's expensive. If Aaron keeps mentioning, I don't know if I'm going to play. Hmm. The team that gets him doesn't have to give up many picks. What's Green, what's Green Bay going to Because Aaron's not going to go play for a crappy team. He'll just retire. Tennessee's the team I put out there. So Mike Vrabel goes, hey, it gives Mike Vrabel leverage. The guy talks retirement every 15 minutes. He's 39 years old. He's doing ayahuasca in the offseason. I'm not giving you three first-round picks. I'll give you a one and a two. I think, I think, especially off the Russell Wilson disaster deal, a first and a second, Aaron understands wherever he goes, he doesn't want to gut the team's draft capital, right? He wants to go to Tennessee. He wants them to have enough picks to get him another receiver. The Burks kid, Trey Burks, they like a lot, but they need another receiver. You don't want to have to give up multiple, couple of first, couple of second. That's what hurts Denver's job right now. Man, they got no picks next year. Is Aaron thinking, you know, I can talk privately with Mike Vrabel. I'm not saying Aaron's done this. But it would be really, really shrewd that you throw it out there. He's 39, he's super expensive, and he talks retirement. You're not going to have to give up nearly as much as you would if he was 36, say he's playing till he's 46 years old. If Aaron's three years younger and is like, I'm never retirement, I'm going to break Brady's record, you're going to have to give up four firsts and two seconds and a third. 
Aaron this week talked once again about his future. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Uh, just because you don't know what the future holds. But uh, when I think about that, it's nothing but gratitude. Not remorse or sadness. Just gratitude for the time that I've been here. The amazing memories that I've had on this field. Uh, been a lot of great moments. Um, but, you know, I'm still undecided. Uh, uh, we're all undecided about the future. And we're just going to enjoy uh, Sunday night and hopefully have some more to play for. Mm, very nebulous. Nobody knows what he's doing. Aaron Smart. Titans could give up less. You think Mike Vrabel thinks today he's going to win the AFC? Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, Herbert. <laughs> Tannehill? Got to have a gunslinger. Got to have an all-timer. Aaron's going to be the one all-timer on the market, potentially. All right, let's shift gears to this. Uh, the toothless NCAA. Uh, Jim Harbaugh's under investigation. Uh, there was some recruiting thing during the COVID period. Blah, blah, blah. NCAA's bored. They'll make him sit out of practice. Who cares? Michigan's rolling. Um, you know, it's interesting about the Harbaugh situation. He can go college or pro. So both professions, college football coaches and NFL coaches, are having to deal with something that makes them uncomfortable. Let's start with college. Transfer portal, players can leave almost at any time once the season's over. you got to pay them now if they're stars. There's bidding wars. A lot of guys don't like that. Should be noted, the reason Brian Kelly at LSU and Lincoln Riley at USC can get to 10 and 11 wins respectively in one year, transfer portal. Go solve your weaknesses. So it's a good thing for the smart coaches who can recruit. It's a great thing for Brian Kelly. It's a great thing for Lincoln Riley. The old school whiners, eh, get over yourself. You can get... It's like, you know, you get more recruits, except guys are actually playing in college football, so you have fewer whiffs, fewer busts. So some coaches are uncomfortable with that. Maybe Harbaugh is, I doubt it. NFL coaches, because of the global wealth we have seen explode with tech over the last 10, 15 years, owners are now all billionaires, all rich, and they consider $40 million a rounding error. You got to win, you got to win fast. I saw a story yesterday, Mike McDaniel, Miami Dolphins coach could get fired. Fired? I thought he was a success. That's insane. But billionaires are insane because they've never been richer. So I am rooting for Harbaugh to stay in college because I do believe, having grown up in Seattle or near Seattle, that northern programs, Oregon, Washington, Ohio State, Michigan, Notre Dame, Penn State, need great coaches to compete for a national title or compete for a playoff. In the South, you could hire the wrong coach. There's so many dynamic, robust high school football stars and programs. Ed Orgeron's considered a miss, and he won a national title. You could never do that in a northern program. There's not as many kids up there. You're constantly convincing kids to come up north and play in lousy weather. So Harbaugh matters to Michigan. When he got there, Michael Jordan's brand basically signed Michigan football to a huge deal. Why? Because he's Jim Harbaugh. He's great for Michigan. Michigan's great for Jim. The other thing is, and I believe this to be true, I think about stuff like this all the time. Um, stay in a job that allows you to be the best version of yourself. So you have to have some self-examination. What are your weaknesses as a human being? You're driving around listening to me. What are you really good at and what are you not good at? If you make most of your life decisions, I live by this. I think about it all the time. Doing things that are the best version of me. I have things I don't do well, things I do pretty well. 
I think Harbaugh's actually better for college. Why? Because he gets the Michigan brand. He can dominate the Big Ten mostly. He can clearly recruit. He gets to control the personnel. He doesn't have a, a power-hungry general manager or a petulant quarterback making $50 million a year. He doesn't have a salary cap to deal with or a zany billionaire owner who gets in a bad mood because they had a, uh, you know, one of his companies goes belly up and now he wants to tell Harbaugh how to run his team. Stand jobs, seek jobs, maintain jobs that are the best version of you. And I think Harbaugh, no crazy billionaire owner, no power-hungry GM, he can control virtually every part of the program. And he's a smart guy that makes lots of good decisions. He can change in a dime coordinators. He can change in a dime philosophy. He doesn't have to get it okay with a GM. He doesn't have to get it okay with the owner. He doesn't have to talk to the business ops guy. I want to change my coordinator. I want to change how we play. He can do it at the college level. I hope he stays. The NCAA thing doesn't mean squat. We'll keep you posted. All right, Blazing Five. Final Blazing Five regular season. Well, we'll see if we do it in the playoffs. I don't know. 54%, I feel pretty good. Feel pretty good. Yeah. Let's do it in the playoffs. You can add some prop bets, first halves, yeah, totals. Come on, dig into the gambling. They, the audience loves it. You know that. I know. People like, well, they like to do that. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero Pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. 
Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love. Mint, straight, wintergreen, peach, even blood orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Oh, it is great to be here today. It is a Friday, Blazing Five, our last one, potentially. If I have a good week, maybe I'll keep going. Um, Dwight Freeney, seven-time Pro Bowler, is going to be joining us this hour. So, um, Zach Wilson, Jets. Jets, Dolphins are playing second and third-string quarterbacks. No entry. It had – it really – if, if – if Zach Wilson would have worked out and Tua was healthy, it would be a great last game. It's going to be a dud. Stay away. Don't bet it. <laughs> it's a total dud. Uh, I think it's going to be Joe Flacco against uh, Skylar Thompson, I think, the third-string quarterback. Yeah, I'm not. That's not That's not even a corner television game, as my friend Chad Millman says. That is the next room game. That's not, I'm not even going to listen to the audio of that game. But the Jets were talking about Zach Wilson, the quarterback out of BYU, number two pick. I didn't like it. Nothing against the kid. I thought it was going to be a, a major whiff. It has been. Now they're saying, you know, we should have brought him in and let him sit for a while. In hindsight, it, it probably would have benefited, you know, just to sit back and, and learn a little bit uh, and uh, and watch a veteran and, and do it and just kind of grow, um, you know, in this league, uh, kind of in the back seat watching and in. Uh, getting better in practice and getting better in um, uh, through scout team and all that. But, again, that wasn't the course that we went. I think he could sit for six years. He's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. You could see it very early. Herbert, Burrow were forced into activity with bad offensive lines. You knew immediately. Kyler Murray forced into activity. Rookie head coach who just got fired in college. Bad offensive line. You got it. You got it. He doesn't. I don't mean to make it personal. But if it was about sitting, why didn't he get better year one to year two? He's small. He's undisciplined. He plays hero ball. He's got bad mechanics. He's not great at the podium. Maybe the nicest guy in the world. Uh, but Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Lamar Jackson sat, but they sat with like John Harbaugh and Andy Reid and a veteran coach and a stable organization and good ownership. The Jets are the Jets. They don't make anything easy. And I think there's a lesson to be learned with Zach Wilson. And I know that people in the NFL watch because they get text all the time, even on my birthday. Here's the lesson to be learned. I get all the time, people will send me stuff, fans. And I'm like, ooh, that's, I never picked up on that. You can learn a lesson from anybody, even me. Be careful how much you ask of a young quarterback. He had to go from conservative Provo to New York City, <laughs> the biggest, loudest media in America. He had to go from BYU schedule to Belichick twice a year and Sean McDermott, rookie head coach. Play caller with not a ton of experience. A shaky offensive line. You were asking this kid. It was like the hurdles. One after another, after another, after another. Even if he was Mahomes, this could be choppy and turbulent. I mean, at least when Justin Herbert got to the Chargers, he didn't have the right coach and the O-line was bad, but he had like Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, and he had, you know, some playmakers on defense. I mean, you know... It was choppy, but there were things. He went to a big program. He went to a sleepy NFL team, the Chargers. 
That wasn't that big of an ask. He had a lot of years starting. He was a big, strong kid. The O-line was choppy. And the coach wasn't ideal. Uh, Joe Burrow, the offensive line was bad, but he had a couple of nice receivers. He had an offensive coach. Uh, they uh, They spent a lot of money on free agency. He didn't have to win by shootout. But, I mean, Zach Wilson, they just kept asking things. Provo to New York City. BYU scheduled to Belichick and Sean McDermott, and at the time, Brian Flores, I think. It was like three defensive coordinators, three of the best. Like three great defensive minds, pass rushes. And then it's, you know, a rookie head coach. I think Robert Saul is probably going to make it, but you don't know. A defensive coach in New York, a play caller without a ton of play calling experience, bad old line, and let's be honest about it, it's the Jets. I think this marks the 12th straight year. They haven't made the playoffs. So people fell in love with this pro day. There's something else we can learn. I went back and looked. I remember when I heard about Zach Wilson. I watched him play Washington years ago, and he had a couple of decent throws. Um, talented. You know, there's some arm talent, obviously. But when you watch a guy in college, there's got to be some, whoa, C.J. Stroud against Georgia. Whoa. He can run and throw? Bryce Young, whoa, that gets rid of that puppy fast. Will Levis, arm strength, size, whoa. Herbert, there's got to be Josh Allen, was wild and crazy, 6'6", 250, jumping over people, arm strength. The wow for Zach Wilson wasn't on YouTube. It was at his pro day in shorts. Can we, can we scale back on the importance of pro day? It's the opposite of real football. There's no real thinking. You don't wear pads. There's no pass rush. So if you're a small guy, you don't really know what it's like looking over six, seven left tackles and right tackles. But I think the big learning experience here is when you draft a college quarterback and you're asking him to overcome five or six things. Big Ben played at Miami of Ohio, but he got a great defense. He got a great ownership. He got a great coach. He got good run support. He had a veteran receiving core. You weren't asking Big Ben anything other than come in here, don't crash the Mercedes, right? So it's a really good car. We need you to make about four or five big throws again. If you look at Mahomes, he sat for a while. He had a receiver. He had Andy Reid. He had stability. They had to rebuild that defense, but it was like O-line was pretty good, the receiving core. You can't ask these guys to do six and seven things out of college. Now, occasionally you'll get a Trevor Lawrence, but even he struggled last year. They asked him to overcome too much. Now this year, they got him more help in free agency. They got him an NFL coach. Shocking. Right now, Justin Fields, I like him. You're asking him to overcome too much. Bears O-line stinks. Receiving core stinks. They could use another tight end. You know, Defensive coach. New offensive coordinator. You're asking Justin Fields to overcome too many hurdles. That's the lesson here. I don't mind if a guy plays immediately or sits. But this BYU experiment... Provo experiment, that schedule experiment, rookie coach, Jets, shaky O-line, bound to fail. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. I wonder if I'm the only one who detects a lot of disdain when you say Jets. You know, you say it in a manner that's so negative. But, hey, I get it. We stink. Am I, am I being negative? I'm a sorry. A little bit. But we got some good news right out of the gate here, Colin. 
Damar Hamlin's recovery. Amazing. Uh, really, amazing is the perfect word. Uh, the breathing tube has been removed, the Bills announced, and Hamlin is speaking to his family members and care team. He was also able to FaceTime his teammates and coaches, and he told them, love you boys. This is just great news on a Friday. Outstanding. Think about All how right. sad the news was Monday night and how uplifting it is today. We, we talk about this all the time. One of the great virtues in this entire process has been his youth. These guys, these pro athletes are in such great shape. They recover. Um, you know, if he is 25 years older, not in shape, and this kind of accident happens, but he's young, he's in great shape. You had immediate medical teams. You know, the NFL got criticized for not canceling fast enough. But the NFL saved his life. First responders on the scene in minutes. The Buffalo Bills team, uh, Cincinnati, amazing support. So this is, you know, the NFL, it's easy to criticize big and powerful, right? But in the end, their ability to immediately understand the urgency of the moment, get on the field, CPR is part of what saved his life. And it now looks like he's turned, according to the stories this morning, he's turned a corner. It's awesome, awesome news, yeah. Uh, the Bills are going to wear a number three patch on their jersey this weekend against the Patriots. Boy, that Bills practice today is going to be an exciting one, huh? I'm coming interested. At, coming off FaceTiming Hamlin and getting excited. Hey, he's all, our guy's okay. I know. That's I, I actually thought that. I thought, is Buffalo going to play incredibly emotional, inspired football What's against New England? What's the scene at the, at the stadium going to be? Like? Oh, my Lord going to be incredible. Exciting. Uh, all right, next up, the Cowboys still have a chance to win the NFC East and climb up to the top seed in the NFC. They'll need a little bit of help to get there. Obviously, they would need the Giants' reserves to shock the Eagles. That ain't happening. That being said, Dak Prescott says he's only focusing on what he can control, which is winning against Sam Howell in Washington on Sunday. We've got to win. That, the, the focus, first, first and foremost, is win. Uh, play well, yes, and build momentum. And if we win the division title, that's that's not necessarily up to us at this point. We've just got to go win and take care of our business. Saw a probability chart that said the Dallas is 91% locked in to yeah. visit Tampa so wild card weekend. So would you rest starters? I think you want to keep the continuity uh, going. Probably a couple series, maybe a quarter. Yeah, that's uh, that's how I feel. You attack this weekend is you 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 go through everything that you would normal week. But I don't want Tony Pollard going into a playoff game. Yeah. In tra- so I'm gonna play he Tony. He sat last week, by the way, against the Titans. Yeah, I mean, I, but I want him in practice this week. Yeah. I want him to have a couple of carries. But I'm not playing. I'm not giving him the ball 15 times. Offensive line has had some injuries. I would. Definitely bolster the backup so they're get in there early. And Micah Parsons, nothing can happen to that guy. You need him at full strength next yeah. week. Um, by the way, I'm just curious. Cowboys Tampa, you want to guess the line on that? What do you think it would be? In Tampa, by the way. Dallas favored by three. I think that's about right. Yeah. Is that it? I, well, I haven't seen one yet because it's not locked in. But that game is, that's going to be probably the, well, we'll see. If the Chargers have to play the Bengals, that might be the best wild card game. Chargers Bengals is fantastic. Oh, Aaron Rodgers Niners. Gosh, next weekend. Well, I can't oh, wait. Yes, yes, yes. All right, final story. Pro Football Hall of Fame announced 15 finalists for the class of 2023, highlighted by three players with their first year of eligibility. Dwight Freeney. He's a Hall of Famer. Yep. Darrell Rivas. He's a Hall of Famer. Okay. And Joe Thomas. Oh, he's absolutely. Two of the three have been on this show. Yeah, no, those are Hall of Famer. <laughs> let, me, let me look at the yeah. list right now. Uh, Jared I don't Allen. want to make any enemies. Freeney is obviously. Thomas is obviously. Darrell Rivas is obviously. 
boy, Andre Johnson. Listen, Devin Andre. Hester has to get in. I mean, he's one of the. Uh, he has like a ton of uh, return records. You, people were avoiding punting to him back in this. Zach party. Thomas feels like a Hall of Famer, but he's is he the former Dolphin? Yeah, the Dolphins linebacker. Oh, he's good. very good player. Andre Johnson in his prime oh, was, was excellent. He was. I great. mean, all these guys obviously. Patrick in their prime. Willis. Patrick Willis. Though, how long did he play? Uh, Out of Ole Miss, oof, number eleven yeah. pick, Niners. Boy, he was a he wrecked. Yeah, he was a wrecking ball. Um, Darren Woodson didn't he Super Bowl? Didn't he have a pick six back in the day? Um, I mean, to me, the obvious ones: Joe Thomas, Revis, Freeney are Hall of Famers. To me, yeah. that that I mean, Freeney was a top three pass rusher for like, ten years. Yeah, a decade. I always yeah. felt like it's the ten year rule. Like I never understood, and and maybe revisionist history. Jim Rice, the baseball player. So when I was okay. growing up, high school, college, Fred Lynn and Jim Rice were the Red Sox. But Rice, to me, Reggie Jackson was the home run king in the American League on the left side, A's, Yankees, Jim Rice on the right side. And apparently Jim Rice didn't get along with the media great. And for years and years, like Jim Rice didn't get into the Hall of Fame. Like, to me, if you are anything great for 10 years, a decade of great. Steve Garvey was the best fielding first baseman for a decade. He was a great clutch hitter. I think he got, like, playoff MVPs. Steve Garvey's not. And Jim Rice, there's this pushback. I'm like, Steve Garvey for 10 to 12 years was the best fielding and a power-hitting first baseman corner infielder. Mm -hmm. Jim Rice was a monster. Yeah. Not just because of Fenway. So uh, the Hall of Fames are weird to me. I always go, football, maybe it's an eight-year rule because of the violence. But in like 10 years of dominance at something, if you're top two or three in something, you feel like a yeah. Hall of Famer. But you made a good point there. The media has a big say in this stuff. If you play well with the media, they like you. Colin, there's a lot of people that should be writing about this show, but we don't necessarily play well with the media, <laughs> even though the do numbers we, are great. Do, uh, we, do we have to? People have no let's clue not, about no, some of that stuff. Well, th let's not talk about us. We, well, uh, okay, fine. Let's talk about the NFL. I am guarantee you some of those guys did not play well with the media, well, Darrell, and they're going to get shafted yeah. when it comes time I mean, to vote. To me, here's the other thing about Hall of Fames. If you have to think about it, you're probably not. Okay, the, the quintessential. Joe Thomas, Dwight Freeney, right. Darrell Revis. If you if you don't think they're Hall of yeah. Famer, you just don't watch football. They were the best at their position, position for right. a, a top two at their position for a decade. Okay, so this is where it gets complicated. He's not on the list, but he's going to be coming up here in a few years. Eli Manning was never ever a top okay. three quarterback in the NFL. Okay, ever. but we here's can a, agree on that. I don't even know if he was top five. Okay, you're right, but here's but, my argument. I know, yeah. Can you tell the story of the NFL without Eli Manning? Hell no. He beat Brady and Belichick on two of the greatest throws in league history in crisis. The, the David Tyree and Mario Manningham throw. Now, Tyree may be luck, oh, yes. but it is what it is. The Manningham throw goes down as arguably uh, Big Ben to San Antonio Holmes was a great all-time throw Clutch in the Super Bowl. City, yep. Okay. Manningham, Eli Manning, it had to be fit into a bread box. It is one of the great throws in the history of Super Bowls. Yeah. I don't know. He's I, a Hall of Famer. No, he I is. I know, but I understand the pushback. But so, well, we would agree he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, I think Eli is. Have to. You can't beat Brady and Belichick. Twice. <laughs> and as an underdog twice. And one of them, the Patriots were undefeated. And one it, of the greatest teams ever. And it was your throw yeah. in both games that changed it. Yeah. That's absolutely a Hall of Famer. Agreed. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd So Patrick news. Willis played, my staff says, eight years. He feels like not. I have to think about it. So he doesn't, if he played 11, 
I may go for. But I had to ask on Patrick Willis, so he ends up being super talented, very good, not a Hall of Famer to me. Yeah. Ray Lewis. You say Ray Lewis. Hall of Fame. Automatic lock. Patrick Willis, yeah, really, really good. Maybe, probably, right? One of those? I mean, how many guys do we have playing right now? Think about this that are Hall of Famers. So let me think about it. Miles Garrett, Aaron well, the Donald. The linebacker position has been diminished considerably. Yeah, it doesn't now matter as versus much. Like Miles Garrett, Hall of Famer. He's on the track. TJ Watt on the track, certainly. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, JJ Watt probably gets in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Aaron Donald gets in. Yes. Um, Aaron Rodgers gets in. Brady gets in. All right, let's give a guy you want to trade Jalen Ramsey of the Rams. He, he basically yet, led Jacksonville to the AFC Championship. Nope, nope, nope. I, I'm with you. I don't think he's there. He's no Revis. Mahomes. Uh, Nick Wright had him in by his second year. Come on. Mahomes Ma- is a lock. Yeah. Well, he's got he's got, got to give me one more. How many years he played? Six? Come on now. What does he have? MVP? Super Bowl MVP? The, come on. He's a lock. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's played like an hour. You guys. You guys if I Mahomes am... retired tomorrow, he's in the Hall of Fame. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't push back. So yes, yes. Um, we got a, we got some. Who's of, a medium guy that? Well, let's not let's not mention medium guys. Matt Ryan. Matt now. Ryan. There you let, go. Let's not pick on. Let's not do he, that. He won an MVP. Let's award. talk positively. It's my birthday. Let's be positive today. How many times are you going to wedge in? It's your birthday. Okay. In a so show? so let's talk about the guys <laughs> that absolutely get in. Uh, you know, Gronk will get in. So let's right now just just Travis Kelsey. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I got one. I got one. Travis Kelsey's absolutely yes, a hall of famer. He's a lock. Russell Wilson. I'm not going to get into that. What, what do you mean you're not going to get into it? He has a Super Bowl ring. It's very he's close. A, if he turns around Denver in the next two years and gives me good seasons, he's in. Who had a better career, Russell Wilson so far or Eli Manning? It's a very good It's a very good point. I think Russell Wilson has to get in. Okay, if I'm fine with it. I, I like Russell. Went to two Super Bowls. Should have won two. <laughs> Should have won two. Well, but his interception cost him another. That When you get close, that kind of stuff matters. We both think he's going to rebound next year. Okay, here's one. Here's one. Joe Flacco. No, uh, he he did win a Super Bowl. Oh, so did. Uh, uh, come on, Brad Johnson won a Super Bowl. He, no, he's better than Brad Johnson. Well, yes, but I mean, Joe Flacco was at one point the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Uh, who cares? I'm just saying he, he's he's going to. So he be, got paid a lot and had a good. You Sunday. don't think he's going to be a candidate for all those playoff runs with the? Ravens? I like Joe Flacco. He's I don't a, think he's a Hall of Famer. No, you don't think there's a discussion. Maybe at Joe Flacco's house. <laughs> no. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S., so if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. It's Friday, Blazing 5, top of next hour. Hall of Fame finalists, Dwight Freeney's one of them. 16 years, seven Pro Bowls, fourth most forced fumbles, top 20 in sacks. Uh, to me, Joe Thomas, Darrell Rivas, Dwight Freeney, the automatic Hall of Famers on that list of dudes. And by the way, he just look at Dwight Freeney. The side. Dwight Freeney chased down skinny quarterbacks like me. That is, that is a, a <laughs> frightening experience. I got to say, on a serious note, uh, very good news this morning on DeMar Hamlin. He's turned a corner. He's now communicating. I cannot imagine right. the emotional lift to the Buffalo Bills and how wonderful they feel. You know, you were a guy that inflicted hits, right? Um, yeah. Was there ever a moment that you felt the way you felt watching Monday in your career that you got a little, you stepped back and got kind of emotional on what you were seeing? I was thinking about that, and, and no, uh, to be quite honest with you. Um, you know, we play this game, we understand that this is a violent game, controlled violence. Right. Things happen, all right? Things happen. Guys have knees, Achilles. And once in a blue moon, you might have a spinal situation where a guy's paralyzed or something like that, um, and which is scary. 
you know, which, you know, you never want to see. But what happened a couple nights ago, you know, that that was something else. I mean, you you see him get up and you think he's okay, And then all of a sudden it's like he's gone. Um, And you never want to see it. The immediate thought is just kind of like, you know, I hope he obviously I hope he's okay and he can make it through. But when you start to perform CPR and ambulances, it it will blow your mind. There was no chance that game could continue. And and just the thought of what his family was thinking, his mother in the stands, um, all of that is just something that you never want to see. And I'm so happy that he's turning a corner and, and, and hopefully he's winning this battle of life right now. You know, uh, it's interesting. I watch the Jets said, you know, if Zach Wilson could have just sat for a year, uh, it would have worked. And my takeaway is guys got it or they don't. You could sit him for three years. I always felt he was small, undisciplined, not that accurate. I didn't see it in college. So in all your years, now you had Bill Polian, a Hall of Famer as a GM, but Bill told me before he missed on a couple of picks. It happens. Some kids get to camp, and you can tell Dwight in 15 minutes, they don't want to hit. They don't want to play pro football. How long did it take you? Go back to your all your years, uh, just the 11 in Indy. Did you know yeah. pretty much instantly first camp, the kid's going to make it or the kid isn't? Well, you know, I think you have that instinct about you when you see a guy and you see, you know, he has something special. All right. So you look at it and say, OK, you know, he he has a little something to him. All right. Now, that might be a little explosion, a little fight, whatever that is. You see it now. You don't know how long they're going to make it because, you know, this is a violent game, as we discussed. And, you know, he can get hurt or what have you. Um, but for the most part. For the positions that we're talking about, what I, I clearly see was, is more of like the position situations. When, you, when you're playing a linebacker, you're playing receiver, or you're seeing the running back, it's easier to tell yeah. whether a guy has it or he doesn't. Right. From a quarterback position, it's a little bit different. Yeah, no, it is. You're asking him cognitively to do things. Uh, you're often asking yeah. a guy who's not huge to take hits and punishment. They often go to bad teams. Uh, very, yeah. very few Mahomes where you get Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. Uh, that, that's not the yeah. way it generally works. So um, your Colts have right now um, their first pick. They're in line for the fifth overall pick. It's a proud franchise. Yeah. They've got a lot of good players. They just can't get quarterback right. You've watched some college football, college kids. Is your gut feeling they go quarterback college or quarterback in the pro market? Wherever they go, they better go quarterback. All right, you you got to get that you know kind of hemmed up. All right, and and I know we've been down the road of you know getting the older guys, but those older guys are only going to last a year or two. You know, Philip Rivers, he's going to be a year or two. You know, and 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 you just you can't just you know build for the future. You know, you got Matty Ryan, he's a year or two. You got to get somebody who's young that you can build within your system, all right, and, and get this thing going. Now, it doesn't matter who you got back there. If you don't have an offensive line to block for them, right. it, they're all the same, Con. They are all the same. Um, but if we got to get a young guy, so I don't know, or, or somebody who at least has five or six years left um, to play. You're a humble guy, but if I said to you, make a case 
What would, now, obviously, you made a bunch of Pro Bowls. You forced a lot of fumbles. You're top, I think you're 17th or 18th all-time in sacks. But what, uh, I, I always make the argument, if I have to think about it, somebody's not a Hall of Famer. You, Joe Thomas, Darrell Rivas. I don't have to think about it. What do you think you added that was unique, in your opinion? Well, obviously, this is not up to me, and and you know the, the voters vote, and I've done everything I could. But I will say this: I think I left my mark on the game, regardless of what has happened. You know, I think whenever you see a spin move out there, and guys using the spin move, yep. Prior to me, they weren't using that move. You were actually taught not to turn your back to the quarterback. That's what you were taught, you know. And I think guys used to spin from time to time, but it wasn't as frequently and as planned as it was for me, you know? So whenever you see that, you know, all right, somewhere down that tree, whether he learned it from Vaughn, who Vaughn learned it from me or whatever, I think, you know, that's something that I know I left my mark on the game. You know, when you see a guy that's undersized, quote unquote, being drafted high, most guys like me weren't, wasn't drafted high. We were drafted in the second, third round because we were tweeners. And you had to be a 6'5", 275, 280-pound defensive end to be drafted in the top 15 or what have you. Um, so I think I kind of broke the mold there. And there's some also some protection things that, you know, you know, yeah, you put a running back in the backfield and you chip on the way out. Well, that happened for a century. But when you start seeing tight ends outside, off the ball, motioning, receivers coming to chip, that stuff was implemented because of like me and Robert Mathis and how we got off the ball. There'd be yep. a lot of situations where the coach would be like, Dwight, we've never seen this protection before. Yeah. So you're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. No, you had great influence. I've always said that about Steph Curry. Literally changed high school, college, and pro basketball. Shots that you got benched for <laughs> when I was in high yeah. school. <laughs> he literally now, he, he eliminated the back to the basket center. Even Jordan didn't do that. So you had influence from pass rushing situations. Uh, it is why when I think of you, it's a no-brainer. Uh, one of the good guys, Dwight Freeney, you look fantastic. Uh, I cannot imagine you chasing quarterbacks around. You look great. Congrats on your success, my man. Thank you for having me. You take care. All right, Dwight Freeney. He really did have influence when you change blocking schemes. And, and there's just – I mean, like – Obviously, Mariano Rivera was great. He was a one-pitch pitcher. I mean, literally, he, if you think about baseball and pitching coaches, that it was you could never make the majors like a one-pitch pitcher. Even, even Nolan Ryan had off-speed stuff. Mariano threw one pitch, and it was understood that it, it changed the way you thought. It's like, you don't need an arsenal. If, you're, if you are a great closer, what is your out-pitch? I mean, I always think of Mariano, one, the, the splitter. He had one pitch and was the greatest closer of all time. When it changes your thinking, how you do things, that to me is, that, that's the influence. Steph Curry has more influence than LeBron and Michael. More influence, not just titles. He literally changed college basketball. He changed high school basketball. He changed AAU basketball. Like now it's understood. If you, you can't be on the floor unless you're really like a great rebounder or, an, or like Draymond Green's the best defensive player in the league for like 10 years. And even he'll take an occasional three. But if you can't shoot a three, you're not on the floor. You have to be Draymond Green. Otherwise, it's like, oh, it's a liability. Now, he's a catalyst for their offense. He's such a unique player. But it's a cutter. My bad, not a splitter. A cutter. Mario Rivera. Anyway.
kind of rambling. Blazing five, tough week. A lot of uh, a, a lot of people, sharps who do this for a living, take this week off. I'm told. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with saving your powder for the first round of the playoffs. You know where my powder's going? All over the set. I am. I got five picks. I'm 54 and a half percent to the year. We're gonna get the 55. I just gotta go three and two. My blazing five. Hour two Friday next. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25 percent APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org/cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.